Hey guys, welcome to You The Boss Podcast, episode 17. I'm your host, Pam. Happy Valentine's Day. I know today can be a little bit difficult for some if you don't celebrate or you can feel a little bit more lonely than usual today. So I hope that if that's you, you can feel the hugs that I'm sending your way. Um, Hugs without germs, you know, because pandemic. (laughs) Um, Today we're going to be continuing our theme about self and love and we're going to be talking about intimacy you guys know that I like to look up the definition if I'm using a word or a phrase and that's kind of how we're going to start this episode of course and intimacy per google can be like closeness or how familiar you are or I guess the depth of your friendship, that's kind of what I got from the definition. Don't tune me out. You know, this is not an episode about romance and intimacy in your relationship with your significant other, but also about the intimacy with your friends and your family and your very close circle. Now, even though I am all about the mushy stuff, and I will touch on some of that, I do want to highlight that the basis of where I'm going to focus on is the intimacy with, yes, others, but also the intimacy that you have with yourself. So as always, you know, a book that has really kind of opened up this avenue for me has been The Five Love Languages. I'm not going to be diving too much into that book. It'll definitely be, the information will be in my show notes, but It is a book that I recommend everyone read and it's one of those books that like I don't think you should read it just once because I think that our love languages can change and also our first love language can change. Like I always joke like I have all the five love languages but no actually yeah you do. Um, Just it starts with like one kind of being more present than the others and That book kind of really opened my eyes, not just in my relationship, but also in my relationships with my friends. Um, It does, that specific book is talking about relationship love, but in my mind, you can translate it to other relationships. And it kind of gives you guidance on how you like to be loved and also how those around you like to be loved you know the difference between like if you like if you like gifts and that is like your biggest love language that is how someone can show you their love I mean who doesn't like gifts but if that's the way that you feel is like your first prominent love language whereas mine is acts of service I I of course enjoy gifts of course I enjoy quality time and, and physical touch, but I'm an acts of service person. I don't really like to ask for help. I like for things to just get done. And when you show up and do something for me, rather than just showing up and giving me something, that speaks more volume to me about how you feel about me and, and my love tank than if you just, if you showed up late to something or you didn't do something that I needed to get done and you showed up with like cake or something like that. Um, I know that it's very easy for us to 
kind of get in our own heads, right? When we talk about the the love languages and when we talk about intimacy, it's very easy for us to get into the the circle of, well, how do others perceive me? How do others um how do others see me? Like the like you're judging yourself, you're you're judging yourself and sometimes you put on the front of who you actually are. You know, you you always put on this facet of like being assertive and always having kind of like a wall there. And so intimacy kind of dives into like, are you who you really are with your partner, with your best friends, with your close friends? Are you are you tiptoeing around topics, around your significant other, one of the most intimate relationships in your life? Are you tiptoeing around the people in your life that you say are like family? You know, are there certain topics that you can't talk about or you can't bring up? Now, this is not an open invitation for you to be insensitive and and bring up topics or be be kind of rude to other people on topics that mean something to them. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is part of having intimacy in our lives is having hard conversations and being able to just be upfront. I'm just going to say it now because I did mention that we're going to be talking about relationships a little bit. If you are in a relationship and you guys are living together, you need to keep dating. And it's not because I have like a doctorate in love or something like that. But you need to keep dating. Those little things of just because you live together doesn't mean that you don't text them good morning if you get out of bed in the morning before them or they get out of bed in the morning before you. If for whatever reason or another they're going to bed early because you're out taking care of whatever you're taking care of and they're going to bed without you, that doesn't mean don't text each other good night. And I know you're probably thinking, oh, a text message is so impersonal. But you know what? We take those things for granted. We take that intimacy, that dating, we take that for granted. And every relationship is different. You know, your relationship might not need that. Your relationship might not need those text messages, but it might need them setting the coffee for you in the morning. It might need them just simply leaving you a post that's saying I love you on the mirror. You know, you have to continue dating the person that you're with. Because if you're not dating them, you're literally just signing up to have a life roommate. And like, if that's what you want, if that's what you know, that's great. Um, But if you're listening to this podcast, I know that you're ambitious. I know that you want more out of your own life and out of yourself. And so I know that you don't just want a regular roommate. I know that you don't want to have a just in case we get divorced fund. Now, that is not saying that you're not supposed to have your own money and all those other things. Um, But I know that you're not here to just be regular, like just case in point. Now, let's get down to talking about the same, how this intimacy translates into your friendships. You know, your friend and you could be working two different schedules. You know, your, your friend could be working a seven to seven kind of deal and you could be working nine to five and... It might be hard for you guys to meet up and have dinner, meet up and have brunch, 
You guys might not have the same days off. Intimacy is created based on how much effort you're willing to put in. How long are you looking to maintain this closeness? You know, with all like due respect, it's very easy to be friends with someone when you're basically from the time you start going to school to the time you you graduate high school. If you guys go to the same school, if you guys run in the same circles, your your cousin is friends with them or something like that, it's very easy to keep that friendship. In my opinion, the real test of, of friendships is when you don't live in the same state for a while or you don't live in the same state at all and you communicate solely based on each other's effort, solely based on let me call this person today, let me text that person today and say, hey, I'm thinking about you, what's going on, let's catch up. No one is perfect, but in your intimacy, you know, I'm going to say heavy word here. I'm going to say gossip. In in my last episode, I talked about watch what you say. That doesn't only apply to what you say to yourself. You know, if you're gossiping about your best friend and saying not necessarily things that maybe need to be said or you're concerned about something in their life and you're trying to find a different perspective while you're talking about it. But if you're not being careful about what you're saying about your friendships in other circles, you could be planting seeds of death for that friendship, for that person. If you are pointing out other people's flaws, calling them whatever in front of others we're really planting those seeds and I'm guilty of this you know if you call somebody bossy in front of in front of other people you know you're almost like is that how you feel like what is that why are you planting why are you taking from the intimacy it's kind of like I can use the analogy when it comes to intimacy as a tree Trees take some time to grow and to root themselves and those branches and the leaves and the flowers that come from these from these trees. And with intimacy, you have to be very delicate with them. You have to be very careful on how you water the tree, how much water the tree is getting, how you trim the branches, how you take care of the roots. And if you're chopping away at it, gossiping, you're chopping away at it by not being consistent about your form of communication, then you're ruining the basis of that tree, which is your intimacy. It requires a lot of work to be intimate with others. I'm not talking about sex. I'm talking about it requires a lot of work to have relationships with others. I once heard one of my mentors say that you can be a good friend to everyone, but you can only be a great friend to a handful of people. And at first I was like, that doesn't make any sense. Like if you're great to someone, you can be great to everyone. And that's true. I think that if you can be a good person, You're not good to some people and bad to others. You either are good or you're not. That's my opinion. But I think what he meant by that 
in, in the time that I've kind of like matured and, and understood this a little bit more is that you have your best friends and your close friends, the ones who celebrate life milestones with you, the ones that when things get really hard, you you talk to about certain things. And then there's the people that you might talk to often, but they don't really know what's going on. They don't really know your day-to-day or the intimate parts of your life because it takes a lot of work. It takes a lot of work to sit down with, let's say you have a, a circle of 15 people. It takes a lot of work to sit with every single person and tell them the exact same thing all the time, which is why that usually narrows down to about three or four people and then everyone else kind of just gets the gist. They don't get the details of the painting. And I think this is okay because it's still different levels of intimacy. But kind of gearing back to that point in relationships, you know, if you're not being transparent with your significant other about things that you're dealing with or things that you're going through, that relationship at home suffers. And it can be very exhausting to have everyone in your life getting the same type of intimacy from you. And and I'm going to touch a little bit on also like getting that intimacy as well. Like we have to be able to check ourselves when it comes to that. But based on like an intimacy scale, I've I've started to learn that there's a couple of things that go on this rating and it's like, can I really be myself here? Can I really say the things that I really want to say and not feel like I'm being judged? Number two, are we tiptoeing around major topics that are of value? Are we tiptoeing around the topic of, let's say, finances and and maybe there's a certain kind of malice against how much money you do or don't make from someone that's intimate in your life? Have you been friends with someone for 15 to 20 years and you guys are just friends because you met in high school and it's just kind of it? You know, you go to each other's baby showers and and that's kind of it. Like that's the level. But you can't you can't sit down and have a good conversation because you don't want to upset them or you know how they are. Is that where we're at? And again, I'm not just talking to you. I'm talking to myself. You know, are you able to have those hard conversations or does it become a fight? We, we can't hold, we can't hold everyone to a certain standard or a certain level of intimacy if we haven't spoken to them about it. Like if someone does something and it bothers you, you have to bring it up. You have to, you should bring it up. Because you can't be upset at somebody for doing something that they don't even know upset you. Now, if they did do it and their conversation is, well, I'm sorry it upset you, that's different. That's a different evaluation. I want to say to you guys a few things. Number one. Intimacy takes a lot of work. The same fire or the same passion that you feel when you move in with your significant other is not going to be the same passion that you feel 
in five years. And honestly, if you work hard, it'll be better. It'll be stronger. It'll feel like a bond that you can't even imagine being without. When it comes to your friends, it won't matter where they move. It won't matter where that close relationship in your life with whoever it is It won't matter if they move. It won't matter if they change jobs. It won't matter if you're on different schedules. It won't matter if you're on different time zones. It won't matter if you literally live on opposite sides of the planet and you are not there for the day-to-day. It won't matter. If you are both putting in your part, intimacy will always win. And anyone that tries to tell you otherwise, anyone that tries to flip the script and say, I'm having this hard time here, those hard times, they do exist. But in the same way that when you break your leg, they give you crutches, that should be your intimate relationships in your life. They should not be burdens. You should not feel like a burden. And so I want to remind you that in this topic, in this month's theme of being for yourself and in watching what you say, you should also watch for your intimacy scales in your relationships. They change over time, sometimes for the better. Sometimes you meet people and they are doors to others. And sometimes you meet people and they change your life. They go from friend to sister to we're not family, but we can fight. I want to leave you guys with this. Intimacy is everything you have with the people in your life. It's everything. The way that you can bring out and elevate is by showing up as yourself, speaking well to yourself, having tough conversations with yourself, but also having grace and forgiveness. Intimacy, I'm sorry for not being able to speak English. (laughs) Intimacy starts with you. It starts with your respect. It starts with your grace. It starts with your forgiveness. If you are not happy about the intimacy in your life, in the relationships that you have, start with you. You might not be the problem, but maybe you are. Maybe you're not being fully honest with yourself, and maybe you need to bring that forward in your relationships. We are not robots. We have to forgive ourselves and others, that might be a hard one to face. But I do want you this week to ask yourself, how is my intimacy with my intimacy with myself and with others? Thank you for listening. Come back again next week for another episode of Be the Boss Podcast.